Hello and welcome to the Take Charge podcast. You've joined myself, Piers Ward, and my co-host and partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Proudman, and we are talking about the return of Mr. Tiger Woods. So, lots of questions, lots of discussion points that we're going to be going through here. Is he back? Is he going to stay around for the next ten years? Hopefully, he will. We've got some great discussion points. Stay with us. Right then, Mr. Proudman, we have a dilemma today because this podcast could last. Six hours. It could do. Are could you do. ready for I this? actually hope it does, to be fair, Piers. <laughs> it's a good, good way to spend your Friday, uh, Friday morning. And the one, thing, the one thing that will guarantee throughout all of this, we will have a smile on our face throughout. And I think, look, the one thing for us, Andy, we are very similar age to Tiger Woods. One of us is newer you are, than, yes. than, uh, than the other. <laughs> and he has obviously been the most important thing for, for golf, for us, you know, watching golf. For our generation. Our generation. Yeah. Absolutely massive. And I think... He's brought so much to the game. I suppose the, the, the question we're going to talk about today, one of the main things we're going to talk about today, is can he get back to those levels? So we'll come to that in a moment. But first of all, it's been a pretty torrid time for Tiger, hasn't it? The last sort of five years especially. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's gone through a lot on and off the golf course. Uh, you know, he's, he's been riddled with injury and obviously surgery and, um, you know, having the episode where he got, you know, under, he was under, under the influence of prescription drugs. And it's not nice to see when, you, when you've followed this guy and mm. this idol of yours and ours, certainly, for, for such a long time. You, you want to see him um, obviously compete and play golf and, and, and be out there, but also you want to see him fitting well and good off the golf course. Yeah. And I think, you know, if he's fitting well and healthy and in a good place off the golf course, then that's only going to come through in his, in his golf. And I think what's happened recently is that his comeback certainly... Um, you know, after his last tournament at the Valspar, I think it's probably shocked a few people yeah. how quickly he's got back to competing at the highest level. I mean, Me we, you know, I think it's, and this is why we're really doing this today, I think we saw him at Torrey Pines, his first uh, tournament of 2018, and, you know, he, was, he wasn't particularly very accurate off the team, but he still competed to a great level. There was still um, certain things that he would produce and you'd see glimpses of Tiger and you'd think, well, that's just fantastic having him back. Um, and then at the Valspar where he, where he was challenging to win the tournament, uh, you know, was, was incredible to watch. And he looks totally different now, doesn't yeah. he? I mean, he looks uh, great. He looks fit, well, healthy, happy. His golf looks good. Um, his speed is up there. I mean, he looks ready to go out there and, com and compete. And based on Valspar and even this weekend, Pierce, I mean, it's currently Friday today. I think he's tied seventh at shot, the moment. Shot four under. Four under at uh, Bay Hill. You know, he's showing and proving, proving everybody out there that he's back and he can compete with the, the young guys and the best of them. So um, it's an important, and uh, I think he's an important, you know, uh, figure for golf. And it's great to have him back and... Uh, you know, hopefully he's going to be around for the next five or ten years. Yeah, I mean, look, so let's, let's actually focus on maybe 2016 and then from there, that point to now and then into the future. So 2016, interesting you mentioned the Farmers, was pretty much his last event. He then went obviously to the Middle East afterwards and he struggled. Um, he looked back then like an extremely old 40-year-old. Yeah. You know, he didn't look comfortable. He couldn't walk properly. He said he couldn't practice his putting. It was actually the hardest thing to practice because yeah. he was bending forward more. He was really in a, in a bad place. Now he kind of looks like a extremely young 42-year-old. He does, yeah. You know, he, is, he has hit a drive, I think, a couple of weeks ago, 128 miles per hour club head speed, 128.2 or something like that. And that's the fourth 
sorry, in the last four years, that's the second highest swing speed that's been recorded on the PGA Tour. Yeah, so this is a 42-year-old guy recording the second highest swing speed in, in the last four years. Yeah. That is the, so there's, I don't know actually who is the, the, the highest. It's probably someone like a DJ. Coming off surgery ridiculous. as well. I mean, that's coming off surgery. And I think, I think one of the questions that was probably on everybody's mind is after his surgery, well, can he still dominate you know, in, in distance? And I think because he was so dominant before in how far he hit the golf ball, it was like, well, he's going to have surgery. He's probably going to lose a lot of speed. But, I mean, he's proved every, everybody wrong with that. He's hitting it past the majority of, yeah. of guys out there, competing with the, the longest of, of them. Um, so, I mean, it's, and it's absolutely, <laughs> I love it. It's absolutely fantastic to see Tiger up there, hitting it hard, yeah. having his recoil, playing some of the shots that he's playing that you, that you just don't see the, the other guys playing. That's right. Um, you know, these sort of hold-off helicopter shots yeah, that he's yeah. doing and these um, his short-game shots, which we've seen glimpses of today, which is just incredible. And uh, it's, just, it, it's, it's just a great thing to have back for the game. Well, let's, let's talk about his, his game in general. And let's actually go through, you know, in the last, obviously, few weeks since he came back at the Farmers. Let's sort of go through each aspect of his game and actually figure out what we, you know, what he's doing well. We'll talk about the techni technical aspects later, but let's actually talk about his driving. Yeah. So obviously at the Farmers, he was not very good with his driving. No. And, you know, he was kind of spraying it a little bit and it was pretty tricky to watch. But he is definitely improving in that area. So he is becoming more accurate off the tee with his driver. Yeah. And I think the main thing for me is he is bombing it. Now, if we think about this, Someone like a DJ or a Rory, they hit the ball really long and they hit it pretty straight. But there's yeah. someone like Jason Day, for instance, who actually probably isn't the most accurate off the tee, but he bombs it. Yeah. He can still win tournaments. And we're looking at the trends now on the PGA Tour that if you can move it 300 plus down the fairway, hitting the fairway isn't always the most important no. thing. Just giving yourself a chance so you've got a, a scoring club in your hands, yeah. assuming you're not in a, in, a, in a water hazard or stuck behind a tree, you have got a chance by just bombing it out there, haven't you? As I say, he's not that accurate just yet, but he's getting better. Yeah, and I think it depends on the golf course as well. Some of the golf courses are going to be geared up where you can be offline and still score. I mean, at, Tor at Torrey Pines, when he was there, I mean, the rough was really thick. Yes. So the fact Tough that he course. drove it really poor and still competed mm -hmm. there was, was incredible. Was it 25th, I think he finished? Around, yeah. the, around yeah. that mark, anyway. So for him to still compete around there and drive it as poorly as he did shows how good his recovery shots are, which yeah. they generally have been in the past. But also a short game as well, you know. Yeah. I think that's probably been a big question for everybody as well when he had that turmoil with the short game where he was duffing yeah. chips and thinning chips through the back of the green. Um, his short game looks absolutely incredible yeah. at the moment. And I think to win and challenge tournaments, it's probably more important that he gets that side of things right than he's driving right. Well, this, 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 definitely, this is where I'm going with this. Because if we just go back to, the, to, to his, his game in general. So off the tee also, he has the opportunity to hit the three-wood. And he seems to be hitting that really well. Yeah. And the thing that I really like about him now, well, again, we'll talk about this in his technical aspects later, is he looks comfortable hitting a draw now. You know, he, he hasn't, I mean, he spent a lot of time with Sean Foley thinking, this is the way I've got to play, I've got to hit a fade, I'm going to hit down on the golf ball, and this is all I'm going to do. Yeah. And that absolutely was the best thing for him to do at that time, because that was his mindset, that was perhaps how his body was. But now, because his body's in a better place, he is able to hit the three wood off the tee and the driver with a draw, which is fantastic. So then we look at the rest of it, you know, obviously he's got long irons, he can hit off the tee as well. But his irons actually have been pretty impressive. So he's had a lot of, you know, he's, he's been hitting a lot of greens. You know, even the, the Sunday last week in the Valspar, I think he hit 14 out of 18 greens. In the last round, competing, 
it, and maybe we spoke about this is proximity perhaps wasn't as close to the hole yeah, as he would have liked. On the last day, it wasn't But he was, hitting, he was hitting the greens. He hit 14 out of 18 greens. He wasn't struggling. <clears throat> so when we're looking at that aspect of his game, that's pretty good. So if we can get a guy who can bomb it a long way, can hit a three-wood for safety when he needs to, and hits his irons well, yeah. he's going to be in a good place. And the beauty of it, you mentioned his short game. So from we think about the waste management a few years ago when he was duffing four iron chip and runs. Yeah. We, we actually watched something on PJ Tour Instagram, I think it was just this morning, about three of the shots he actually played at the Bay Hill yesterday. And like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, the shots he was playing, the high shots, stopping them dead by the hole. So his short game obviously is in a great place. So his irons can be more aggressive if he wants to be because he knows he can get up and down. Yeah. So you, you, you've been very impressed with his short game. But what about his putting? Is that is that up to speed yet? Uh, well, do you know what? Based on what I've seen, yeah, yeah, he looks comfortable. I mean, what Tiger's always done, he's been aggressive on his putts. So um, I watched I watched the whole Sunday's play last week at the Valspar, which was uh, rare for me because I don't normally watch the no, PGA no. Tour events. And the fact that Tiger was playing, it was like, right, I'm going to make sure I watch this. And he was aggressive with his putts. And he, he's always done that because he, he likes to give himself a chance of going in. And he's not, fi he's not fearful of going four feet past. And you know on those four feet, those four footers, he looked really confident. You know what he's like when he's hitting it hard at the back of the hole, walking after it. Um, and the confidence that he's got in that, I think is really, is really good. He looks like he's going to make every one of those, which yeah. is, um, you know, when Tiger was at his best, he would just roll six footers in for fun, wouldn't he? Yeah. You, if Goodness. you were going to put some money on someone to hold a putt from that sort of distance, it would be Tiger. And I think certainly for me, at the moment, the only question, maybe the weakness of his game, is his driving accuracy. Yeah. And, and I think in time and with, with some play, I'm, I'm sure he will dial that in. And I think what's an interesting factor, Pierce, now is he's got rid of his coach. So he had a, I suppose he called him a consultant, I suppose, more so, Chris Como, that he was working with. But now he really he hasn't got a coach. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think that, do you think it's a good move? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Hey, do you know what? What Tiger Woods doesn't know about his golf swing, you know, it's, it's not worth talking about. I think the thing is, with obviously, he stopped working with Coma. That doesn't mean it was a bad thing. It doesn't mean that they, mm -hmm. they, they, they weren't happy with how things were going. Maybe he obviously used him, as you say, a consultant to get the information he needed to then go, right, okay, now I can go and work at this myself. And I think the one thing that is definitely apparent, we've already touched upon it already, he is able to shape the golf ball both ways yeah. and look comfortable with that. So from that perspective, as long as he can do that, and he's not this so much as a one-dimensional golfer, you know, off the tee especially, the fact that he's able to do that now suggests that he's in a good place with his golf swing. So does yeah. he need a coach? Hey, I'm sure he's going to pick up the phone to Chris Como in the, in the coming years, hopefully, and, and just ask for advice again. You know, he wants to obviously get advice off people, but he knows where he is at with his golf swing. And hopefully, he's obviously settled on this to help him with his body. Hopefully, this will be his last swing change. Because if he can... Stop changing. Just maybe play. Just, just play. play. That's, just all, play. that's it, what we need him to do. And I think, yeah, as you mentioned, Pierce, he's shaping the golf ball both ways. And when somebody can do that, mm -hmm. they've got complete control of their club face and their, and their sort of golf swing. And it was some of the shots that he was hitting. I remember the seven, he hit one on the 17th to the Valspar par three, and he hit a five iron. I think it was five or six iron cut into the hole. It was about like two feet. And, and that was uh, you know, something he was doing. He was shaping high, low, draws, fades, any shot you you can name he was playing and uh, that's certainly a guy who's high in confidence but knows where his golf swings at. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, I think the good thing with what Tiger's done is he's actually been quite smart about how he's come back. So he's gone into 
Torrey Pines. Okay, okay. We know he's going to know how to play that golf course. He's won that eight times, I think, in the yeah. US Open there. So we know that he's played that event. So he's gone into that event, you know, and he's picked a couple of other events that he has played. Well, he's obviously at Bay Hill today. So he knows this golf course. Yeah. You know, they may as well just give it him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Henrik. I know you're in the lead. You're eight under par. Four clear. You just give it to Tiger. Um, but so he's used the early part of his season to get into it. But obviously, he's played the Valspar and he played at Riviera. And Riviera apparently hasn't played for 12 years. So, yeah. you know. Uh, unfortunately missed the cut there but his game wasn't too bad he's probably had one bad nine holes since yeah. he's got back into his tournament golf so look pretty smart start to the season he's playing a bit of golf Augusta is around the corner we'll talk about that in a moment oh. <laughs> it's got a too excited <laughs> oh Andy had a shiver then yeah, alright so uh, and, Andy I'm asked this question yes in the current in the current, <laughs> in the current state of the game he probably, he's probably right as well in the current state of the game how important is Tiger Woods for golf Ooh, look, I mean... Don't hesitate. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking of all the reasons that he's so good for golf. I okay. mean, look, the fact that we're doing this now, that we're talking about Tiger, the fact that I... This is a guy, sorry, actually, this is a guy who's not even top 100 in the world. He hasn't won a tournament for X amount of years, five years or something, and we're talking about him. I know. That's how important he is. He is. Well, look, the fact that he's, he's got us talking about it, I watched the golf on Sunday, yeah. uh, PGA Tour, which I don't normally watch, um, you know, the amount of golfers, the amount of non-golfers that he draws in mm -hmm. as well. He is so key for the game. He's so key for for the growth of the game. Um, he makes it more fun. He makes it more interesting. He makes it actually um, quite fashionable, I think, Tiger yeah. does. Um, and I, I think for the guys who are my, my and your age, around our age, you know, have grown up with Tiger, it's almost going to re reignite some passion for the game and it's going to make them want to get on the golf course and play and when they watch Tiger produce these shots making it look easy people will think they can do it and then they, well, they want to yeah, get on the yeah. golf course so um, you know he's massively important for the game and, and if we can just have him around for the next like, like we said for the next however many years um, 20 20 years then it, you know it, it Golf is going to be a lot more fun yeah. without him, and golf is going to be in a better state without as well. Without him or with him? With him, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said without him. Um, yeah, golf's going to be in a much better place with him, and uh, certainly uh, a lot more people will be playing. It's going to be in a much better state. All right, so look, I totally agree with you. I'm not going to just reiterate it. We've got to be careful because we're going to get panned if we just keep talking about how good he is. Um, but he is, so just deal with it. Right, so look, let's think about ratings. Let's think about the events that he's played in. So. We, we've been very fortunate with the travel that we do and often we're out of the UK in the winter um, that we get to spend a lot of time in California and we were at the Farmers last year when John Rahm went. We watched John Rahm and that was brilliant. It was an unbelievable event and you know, and that's a very interesting character obviously John Rahm, I'm sure we'll be doing podcasts on him soon but it was an amazing event. It was a really good, it was quite chilled when we were there yep. and there was, you know, there was, some, there was some, some, some good play. This year we went, especially we went after the Orlando show, yeah. everyone in the golf industry who lives in Carlsbad was at the airport watching Tiger make a two-putt birdie on the 18th to make it, I think it was the 9th actually, to make it for the weekend yeah. at Torrey. We're like, what are we doing? If he misses his uh, putt, no, we are not we're, going, we're going there for the weekend to not even see Tiger. He made the putt. Everyone cheered in the airport. It was fantastic. We get there and we went there Saturday and Sunday and I have not seen anything like that at a regular event. No. A little champ open championship or a US Open maybe, but not at a regular event. The, it seemed like there were double the amount of people there. Easily. It was carnage. I mean, he missed the fairway a lot. So that yeah. means people had a chance to get close to him. And there were, it was though people hadn't eaten for a month and there was food suddenly, yeah. <laughs> suddenly popping Dropped out there. the ground, <laughs> dropping out the air. So I, I know that the ratings were up 38% on that yeah. Sunday. 
So those are the things that we need to consider when Tiger Woods plays golf. It, he does bring that to the game. He does. New golfers, I mean, it's great for tournaments, sponsors, you know, participation, you know, everything, everything is just going to be, um, I suppose, amped up with him around. Yeah, and look, I think the, the, the game of golf, it doesn't need him. I think, <laughs> well, you're shaking your head up. <laughs> what have you been drinking this morning? <laughs> it doesn't need him. It obviously makes it a lot better. I think the state of the game five years ago when he was really, when he was starting to struggle, or just starting to struggle, that was um, maybe the, the PGA Tour, for instance, or the game of golf wasn't in the best of places. Now it seems to be. You know, hopefully McElroy can come back. We've got DJ, we've got Spieth. I think the relationship between Spieth, Thomas, and Fowler is amazing. Yeah. And I think that is really important. So the PGA Tour now are probably having a little bit of a sigh of relief in that they don't necessarily need Tiger all the time because they've got these other golfers around. Um, but we talk about it all the time that if a, if a, a sports star dominates a sport, people are more interested. Yeah. If you've got a lot of golfers, for instance, at the same level, then maybe there's not so much interest. But I do think the fact that we've got... Again, those three, I think, are really, they're like the, like the Rat Pack, aren't they? Yeah, they are, definitely, yeah. And, but the good thing is, Tiger is immersed in them as well. You know, Justin Thomas is like, it's like yeah, his big brother. Yeah, <laughs> you know, So is. I think the fact that these young players are around are actually helping him. And that brings me to my next point. What do you think has inspired him to be better, again, at golf? Tiger. Yeah. And, and what, what's got him back into this state that he's in right now? Um, I actually, I think that's always been there. I think he's... There's no way he was ever going to give up and, and not be where he is now. And I think he's, he's back to competing, which is exactly where he loves to be. So I think um, he's, in a, he's obviously in a better place you know, off the golf course. He's, his kids are a little bit older now. He's got his family life. He's probably got a bit of a different outlook on life now mm -hmm. compared to what he, he used to a few years ago. Think he got a bit scared, maybe, that he might be losing it? And um, would that have helped him, do you think? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough to say, isn't it? I think Tiger keeps himself to himself so much and yep. not many people know what his, li his life is like off the golf course. He's now, though, isn't he? Yeah, For I mean, sure. he's different with fans. You can see he's smiling. He's different in interviews. He's a little bit more open and, you know, signing autographs and, and there. You know, how much of that is, you know, a change of him as, in, as, as, as a person or how much of is that of him really working hard to, to, to be that different person. I, I don't know, but it's, you know what, it's great to see. It's great to see him smiling and happy and um, he's back where he wants to be. And look, I mean, if he, if he thinks he can be fit and healthy for the next five to 10 years, do, does he think he could beat Nicholas's record? There's no doubt in my mind, if he can have five years, he will think he can win four majors in the next five years. Okay, interesting, interesting. We'll get onto that in a moment. Yes. I want to talk about his golf swing. What? What do you feel, I mean, this is where we could really lose the plot here and talk about it for the next five hours. Yeah. Why do you think his golf swing is better? Because it is. There's so many suggestions that he's obviously longer. He's, you know, he looks like he's able to just hit it as hard as he wants to now. Why yeah. is his golf swing better? I actually just think that he, before, when he was trying to fade the golf ball and keep it in play, he was, um, he was manipulating things. He was, he was definitely... Um, maybe trying to control the shots a little bit too much, which I think was, was hurting, hurting him a little bit. Whereas now I think he's not necessarily trying to control his golf swing. He's actually swinging freely and allowing his golf swing to just, you know, move in a way that feels comfortable to him, as opposed to him actually trying to manipulate certain things to get the golf ball in play. And I think he's swinging back to when I think personally he's swinging best. He, 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 Tiger 
definitely swings best when he swings hard and lets it all lets yep. it all go. It might not be the most accurate, but I think less control for him is more control because there's more freedom there, yeah. and he just he just tends to to freewheel and, and just play golf. Which for me, there, I think he just looks like he's he's not really got any technical thoughts. He's just sort of swinging and, and letting it happen. So freedom is the key, I think. I, I think mean, so. We could talk about technical positions a lot. Yeah. But freedom is the key. I think so. And it's, it's, it has given him. That's where he for me. That's where his speeds come from. Exactly. He's not trying to hold on to the club yeah. face and keep it square for longer. Yeah. You look at his club face past impact. There's so much rotation in mm -hmm. that face, and which suggests that he's not really worried about hitting it left. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, it looks like he's really optimizing for more of a draw ball flight. Um, so for me there, we know that if somebody can you know, rotate the hands faster, yeah. they're going to create more speed. He's letting go of the, the angles that he's creating during the downswing and backswing. So for me there, the, 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 the freedom is certainly uh, allowing him to create that extra speed that he needs. Yeah, it was very contrived though, wasn't it? You know, he, and and as you so say, before, we are yeah. not saying that what he did when he was working with Foley maybe about trying to play this fade, that is not wrong. That is what he wanted to work out yeah. at that point because he was probably concerned about the amount of fairways he's starting to miss. Yeah. He was probably thinking about his body. You know, I can't really do what I want to do because of my body. I just need to get the golf ball in play. Yeah. And he did his best to do that. And he did, a, he did a half decent job of doing that. But now because his body is better, because maybe his mindset is different, maybe he's now thinking, well, I don't care. As long as I did 3.30, I'm okay. Yeah. Because I can, I can play shots from there. His recovery skills are better than anybody, yeah. pretty much. Um, you know, maybe put Phil on a par with that. But he is, he is now able to have that freedom in his golf, which we really like. And there's, there's obviously there's improvements in positions, but we don't need to talk about that Definitely. too much, as I say, because we'll be here all day. So, in terms of his golf swing then, Pierce, you know, I mean, it, it's a, it is a fantastic golf swing. There's certain things he does very well. What do you think that the listeners of this podcast, because look, look, you can't really say, look, go and try and swing like <laughs> Tiger Woods because Tiger Woods... swing at 128, you can do it. <laughs> Is a different athlete, and we're all different. But there are certain things and that you can take from some of these players. You know, whether it can fit into your backswing or your your transition or whatever it might be. What do you feel that the guys can learn from Tiger's golf swing that they could apply to theirs? Let's uh, let's go with let's go with um, his iron swing. What do you feel that people could could take from Tiger's iron swing that could help them? Well, <coughs> excuse me. I think look. I mean, look his golf swing with his irons has been decent for a long time, hasn't it really? You know, he's, I think the one thing that obviously, as far as, as far as what they can take, there's a couple of things. First one being, Tiger works extremely hard on knowing how far the golf ball goes, yeah. okay? And due to, uh, you know, not necessarily, you know, the, the popular thing to say is that Tiger's very aggressive because he has these club twirls mm. and things like that, but actually he's a very conservative golfer in a lot of respects because yeah. he hits the golf ball to places on the green that he knows are the biggest places and that you can two-putt from. So I think the first thing you'd say as an amateur golfer, looking at this, do not be afraid to go for the middle of the green. If the flag is on the edges of the green, why go for it? Go for the middle of the green and you know, you're gonna find that you're gonna improve yourself, you know, you're gonna improve your scores a lot. And I think that, look, from there, one of the other things that helps you hit the middle of the green is just your ability to get a good, solid contact on the golf ball. We hear from, Everyone who's ever watched Tiger, everyone who's ever been involved with Tiger, that he just never really misses the middle. I'm sure yeah. he does, but when he's at his best, and it's often a lot of time with Zions, he never really misses the middle. No. So why do you, I think the, the two things I would say is, why don't you focus really hard on getting the golf ball at the middle? You can do that by lots of drills, check out some of our videos. 
But the other thing you can do with that is, look, don't be afraid to go for the middle of the green. I think that would be a really solid place to start for your yeah. rounds. And people think Tiger is an aggressive player. And I think we've talked about this before in a video, Pierce, that I think someone asked Tiger and said, you know, um, if he was an aggressive player, and he said, I'm aggressive to my spots. And I think that's a great point of talking about, rather than being aggressive to the hole, well, Tiger will look at the hole and say, well, this is a safe place to be. If I miss it, I could be closer. If I miss it, I'm still going to be on the green and I'm still going to be putting. And some of the shots that Tiger will hit that go close to the hole, he may not have been aiming at the hole because yeah. he would, would have been aiming at a certain spot that allows him a miss, which actually could be closer. And yeah. I think being aggressive to the spot is, a, I think it's a great quote from yeah. Tiger, that one, really. That is your quote, maybe, for today. Maybe. 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 Okay, right. Pierce, let's talk about um, the Masters. Now, first of all, we're going this year. This is, that's, this is our announcement. Are, we are going to the Masters are we? this year. Yes, I'm taking you, Pierce, yeah, as a treat. <laughs> um, and this is something that we keep, look. We said every year we, we've never been before, and we keep saying next year we've got to go. Next year we've got to go. And it just so happens this year that um, uh, our partners Adidas are taking us out there, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be fantastic. We're actually going to be there on the Saturday and Sunday. So if you're there, please come and say hello. Um, we might be dressed in all green for the Masters. We'll see. We're going to make a decision on that I'm yet. talking him out of this, by the way. Say again? <laughs> I'm talking you out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, let's talk about the Masters. Tiger's going to be there. Um, it's it's the, the season kickoff, isn't it? It's the first major of the year. This is where the season starts for everybody. Um, how excited are you for the Masters? Now that you're going and now that Tiger's going to be there. Hopefully. I mean, look, he hasn't made the cut yet. <laughs> But we, it's one of these situations again, he's playing well, you would think that with his current form and his experience around that golf course, which he loves, you would think that if he takes this form to the golf course, certainly he's going to be there for the weekend, isn't he? Yeah, look, it, there's no reason why not. I think, look, the one thing on the Masters as well, how many times have we spoken to people about it, have we found out they've, got, they've been to the Masters or they're going to the Masters, we want to know as much as we can about it. We see it on the TV all the time, you know what the holes are, yeah. can't wait to see what those holes are like, you know. Um, hard work walking around it apparently, so you better get some miles in before you get there. It's quite yeah. hilly, I think. Uh, yeah, very apparently. But, but Tiger Woods at the Masters, I think, I'm trying to think, maybe it was three years ago when he was obviously in the middle of being injured and he actually still competed at mm. the Masters. So this is the thing, an unfit, out of form Tiger Woods can compete at the Masters because he knows that golf course so well, he knows how to be, yeah. have the good strategy around there. Now, the fact that we have a golfer going into it who's swinging in the 120 miles per hour, hitting draws, you know, he's not standing on the yeah. ninth, was it the ninth tee or the tenth tee, was it, and hitting a big fade over the trees. That's the wrong shot, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's the only shot he had at that yeah. time. He can now bomb a drive with a draw. You're going to see Tiger Woods' longest drives around Augusta. Yeah. So he's going to have, you know, he's going to be hitting 330 yards around these draws around the corners. Of course, he's going to miss fairways. But the good thing with Augusta, there aren't really any disaster holes there. No, it's of quite wide, the I think, water, isn't it? I think it's I, fairly wide. Yeah, the only way you can put it in the water is by having a bad strategy or hitting your irons bad. Yeah, now, he's not going to do that. You are not gonna, he's not going to hit horrendous tee shots. Well, he can hit horrendous tee shots there and actually maybe not get into too much trouble. So I think, can he compete there? Yes, of course he can. Is he going to compete there? Yes, he will. Is he going to win? Yes, he will. <laughs> there you go. Done. There's your predictions, Piers. I like it straight away. He's going for the, for the win. Oh, you know what? Who knows? I mean, he's got some form. We'll see how he does this weekend at Bay Hill, and then uh, and then get excited for that. Is he playing after Bay Hill? Is there something in between I Bay Hill? I'm not sure. I, I don't not know sure. about I that. I haven't no. seen that. 
Maybe, maybe. He probably needs a rest, though. He's going to have a rest. Have a rest he will, actually. Uh, you know what? He will. There's no way he'll play, because he's played Valspar, then Bayhill. There's no way yeah, he'll be playing. He'll have a, he will definitely have a week off, I think. Yes, he will. So, all right, Andy. Let's go into Nicholas's record. Mr. Yeah. Jack Nicholas. 18 majors. Can he equal it? Yes. There we go, done. Right, next question. <laughs> uh, no, look, there's, there's no reason why not. So here's, here's the thing. If it, just quickly rewind on that a little bit. If you'd have asked me <laughs> four months ago, I would have probably said no. Not a chance on earth. I would have probably said no. Yep. Because, I, I, you know, with Tiger coming back, you know, you always question, oh, can he get back to playing and competing? Is he going to be fit enough? Is he going to, you know, is he going to be able to do it? Is his short game going to hold up? Um, but I actually think where he is now, I thought it was going to take him at least 12 to 18 months to get to that point where he's competing at the top of his game. Very good And it took him... Three tournaments. <laughs> Very good points. It really is. It's took him three tournaments, which is, yeah. I think it's just, I think that actually shows, though, to be fair, the level of prep and work he's put in behind and off the scenes. Yeah. That nobody's, nobody ever sees that. So he's back. People just think he's been resting. Look, Tiger's been working extremely hard, for, a, for, in my opinion, for a long time, because you don't come back like this without all that hard work and prep. And, and you know, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's stunned a lot of people, for, certainly me, for, I thought he'd be, you know, 12 months away from actually even getting anywhere near a top 10. Yeah, well, look, you're absolutely right with that. I mean, we know that uh, we know that maybe he's come back a little bit too quickly, obviously anxious to play and he's been not yeah. fit and he's obviously come back and it's, 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 it's bitten him. So, I mean, look, we, we, spent, we were lucky to spend some time with Rory McIlroy last um, autumn, stroke winter, and he just played with him the week before. Yeah. And he was saying he was 50-50, he was longest off the tee, he shot 65, he'd never seen him play so well. Yeah. So we kind of knew that this, there was a chance this could happen, but yeah. you just never know when you're in that competitive place. So, yeah, I mean, look, I suppose the, the, a good thing to say now, maybe just to almost finish this off, is what do you think his goals are? And actually, what do you think he can achieve? Let's ignore the, mass, the major championships. What do you think his goals are for the next couple of years, and what do you think he can achieve now for the rest of his career? I think he will. I think he'll want to get back to world number one, because yeah. a player like Tiger does just not turn up for second place. He will only have one thing in mind: that's to be number one in the world. One of our friends has had a bet on that, I think. Yeah, and uh, this year, and he will be going for Nicholas's record. There's no no doubt in my mind he will be. That is what he's going for. Okay. Because I, I don't see what else can he. What, what else can Tiger actually focus on doing? Do you think that's possible? I do, yeah, I, th I think it is. Um, based on now, I mean, it, look, it's all health, isn't it? If he's, if he's fit and healthy for the next, keep on saying it, five years minimum. Yeah. But if he is, then he's got a chance, hasn't he? And I think if he starts strong like he has, and he's challenging for the, for the, for the majors and keeps his speed, oh, I just don't see any reason why he can't. So this, th th there's one thing that I will say here. Okay, I, look, I agree with you totally. I think as far as his goals are concerned, I would say his number one goal has got to be to stay fit. I'm sure that he's going to work extremely hard at that. I think the only fitness problem he's had so far this year is sore feet. Yeah. <laughs> after walking, after walking five, six rounds in uh, the same amount, same amount of days. So, if we consider other golfers, now we're saying Tiger Woods has probably been the best golfer in his twenties and a long way into his thirties. You know, but you know, so we're talking up to mid thirties and his twenties, best golfer on the planet, probably achieved things more than any other golfer's done. Yeah. So in his forties. Vijay Singh, you might not know this, he won 22 times in his 40s, which is unbelievable. This is a guy who pounded the ball, you know, lots of practice, yep. so he put his body under a lot of strain. He did have an odd wrist injury and things like that. But if Tiger can stay fit for eight more years, he could. Yep. If Vijay Singh can get 22 victories, yep. you'd think that Tiger Woods could get the same amount. He only needs three 
to get to Sam Snead's all-time win record. Yeah. I personally think that'll be his first goal. Yeah, he'll want to get yeah. that. He'll I think that's that. a big goal for him. And I think he, in his What's mind... What's that, 83, is it? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Uh, something like that, yeah. So I think he's he won 79. I think he's had 79 victories, I think. Okay, it must be 82 then on, on, okay. on, on Sam. 83, yeah, 82, sorry, yeah. Excuse our... Uh, knowledge. We just look at his goals. <laughs> um, so, so he's, he's three off. He's three off him basically. So he's probably thinking, well, obviously it's a lot easier to win three regular PGA Tour events as opposed to three majors. Now, maybe he just wins three majors and back, just does <laughs> it all just the same time. Time. I like it. There we go. I like it. And, and I mean, Jack uh, won three majors in yep. his forties. So you, you got to look at it and now. You look at Phil as well. I mean, look, Phil, Phil Mickelson, obviously winning a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And how old's Phil now? Forty-seven or forty-eight? Forty-seven, I think. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's five years older than Tiger, yeah. and he's still winning tournaments. So yeah. it, it shows that you know it, it, he's, it's doable. Yeah, it's and, doable. He's, and he's going through that state, and obviously Phil's in great form as well. He's had like you know he's competing for top five in the last yeah. three events, I think it is. So so he is, um, you know, it's totally conceivable that Tiger Woods in his forties he can achieve. 10 victories. Yeah. He can achieve three majors, four majors, five majors maybe in that time as well because he's probably going to be prepping and being more up for those events. And it will be interesting to see how many events he can play. The only thing, I mean, again, same as you a couple of months ago, or well, even a couple of years ago, the short game concerned me yeah. for sure. But that looks like there's no problem with that. His short game has looked amazing. Not, not, not average. Not or, average. Or back like, to standard. Yeah. Amazing. Phil standard. His irons are really good. They know they're always going to be really good. His putting is maybe something we just need to see how that goes on a Sundays when he's in contention. Yeah. His driving maybe isn't so important because he can just smash it miles, which he yeah. can, we know he can do now. You know, so he's going to overpower golf courses again, which is really exciting. So unless his body breaks down, he's going to do everything yeah. we want Please to look do. after yourself, Tiger. <laughs> For us, just, just, just take good care of yourself. I can imagine you at the match. Be careful, Tiger. How's <laughs> <laughs> your back? Okay. <laughs> All right, look, absolutely uh, fantastic. As I say, we, we can talk about this for hours and hours, of course. We obviously can tell we've got a lot of passion for Tiger Woods. Um, it's, apologies how can you not? How, how can you not? For somebody who's done so much for the game of golf, you know, irrespective of what he's done off the golf course, he's a legend for the sport. He's done so much for the game. Yeah. We have a lot to be thankful for for, uh, for Tiger. So, you know, we've only got good things to yeah. say, you know, and, and hopefully he's going to continue to bring as much as he's already brought to the table really again I think uh, revitalizing golf really I think the big thing that sums him up he is a global sports star mm -hmm. and personality not necessarily just a golf, golf star. yeah so everybody knows who Tiger Woods is even my mates who hate golf yeah know Tiger Woods exactly yeah right then Mr. Proudman we normally finish with a quote we do so have you got a Tiger Woods quote or what are you going to come up with today oh that's a good one let me have a think about this um okay so I've got one from Tiger here and it is Never listen to other people's expectations. You should live your life and live up to your own expectations. Tiger Woods, great quote to finish on there, I think. I like it. He's pretty, he's pretty clever, isn't he? He knows what he's on there. He does. More than you, for sure. So thank you for listening to episode nine of the Take Charge podcast. We hope you enjoyed that big discussion there on Tiger Woods. It's going to be exciting to see what he can do from here. Now look, guys, if you enjoyed that, please share it with one, two, or even three of your friends. We'd love to get and reach as many golfers as we can. We want to make this podcast amazing for you guys so um, to bring special guests in as well. So if you can share it with your friends, it would really mean a lot. Now, also, if you'd want to have myself and Pierce as your very own personal online golf coach, then head over to meandmygolf.com. We've created this amazing platform for you to improve. And we've, you know, we've put a lot of time and effort, effort and work into this where we continually uh, upload weekly videos, coaching plans that really 
will massively help your game going forward. So head over there, over there now, you can have a 30-day free trial, and we'll look forward to seeing you there.